headline. Uh, good morning, Asaf. Good morning, listeners. I, I think there's desperation and hope. I think this would be the exact feeling we have right now. Uh, you know, you never know with a court case, but I think we're pretty sure that our case is a solid one. But tomorrow will tell. Tomorrow will tell. What, what, what complaints have you raised? I mean, what's, what's your issue? If, if the city of Joburg, in fact, are saying that uh, uh, the vendors are infringing on bylaws, you are saying what? No, the people removed had smart cards, they had licenses, they had trading stalls. The stalls have been demolished. So what we really have in place here is a, a hidden agenda to rid the CBD of street trading. And we see it differently. We believe economic activity by ordinary people needs to be integrated with urban renewal. We have 2% GDP growth. The formal economy can never absorb these people. Street trading is the easiest point of entry and the only point of entry into the economy for many. And, and, and what, what is this? Integrate. Okay, the, the, this, hidden, this hidden agenda you're talking about, what, what is this hidden agenda? Because we were never told that it was the plan to rid street traders totally. Because whilst people were being verified at the metro centre, their stalls were being demolished and there was no consultative process around that. Yeah, now, now from, from a Jobbik City Council point of view, they, they're saying what? I mean, up to now, they, they, they've done this on the basis of what? Besides the so-called infringing on bylaws, is, is there a sense that, in fact, that there's a need to clean up the city? Well, I, I don't even think we're infringing bylaws because we were trading there with legitimate permits. Many of the people who were removed had paid rent for the month of November. Uh, they paid rent on the 1st, and on the 2nd they were removed. This is the situation right now. Um I don't think we're infringing any bylaws whatsoever. I think this is a campaign. There seems to be a lobby group that doesn't want street trading. They haven't come clean with us. They haven't engaged with us on this. The All processes were basically briefing sessions. There's been no real engagement. Now, you, you had meetings, I understand, with the, with the city of Joburg in terms of councillors. I'm suggesting that clearly uh, you would want to avoid court action, isn't it? I mean, because that can be really protracted and, and uh, maybe not in the interest of, of small traders, informal traders to a large degree. Uh, what, would, what would prevent court action taking place from your point of view? I would say the immediate return to the streets for all legal traders. People have been verified because on the 2nd of November, they promised us that they would verify on the 4th of November and street by street people could return the very next day. That's not happened. They've basically gone back on their words. So I think we need people back on the streets, the legal traders. I, I would suggest you using an interesting phrase, back on the streets, because there's a sense if you follow what's happened in, in North Africa to many parts in, uh, of, of South Africa, uh, street protests appears to be the way to go, very effective in terms of short-circuiting bureaucracy. Is that possibly part of the plan, besides a court action, effectively getting out on the streets and protesting? Well, I think there is a protest group working today. They're, they're marching at about 9 or 10 o'clock this morning. Our organization is not... Uh, focusing on that particular one. But obviously we do sympathize with those who have taken to the streets and will be taking to the streets today. Um, we're, we're looking to the courts, um, and we're looking at this as a real last resort, actually. Now, just, just uh, and, and the other one is, uh, what about public sentiment? I, I would think, again, you know, street vendors interact with the public every single day, and the public would be very supportive of, uh, of their presence because, of course, it allows them easy access to buying certain goods. I would think that part of the PR plan would then to engage the public. Is that happening? Yes, I think we're getting massive support, not only from the public, uh, but University Architecture and Planning Department, 
SA Council of Churches, and a wide variety of, of uh, interest groups. Um, I think there is a bit of a mixed sentiment. I think some people feel street traders make a mess and obstruct. But when it's managed, it adds a vibe to the city. There's a, a coexistence. There's an interdependence between the formal and the informal economy. And, and I think this is an inter- interdependence that cannot be untwined, as the city is trying to do. You know, the streets that are empty today are actually dead streets. And retailers are complaining that their business is down. What, you know, can you see a compromise being thrashed out, you know, from your side, from the street traders giving a bit and, and, and then council giving a bit? Yes, I, I think it's, it goes a little deeper than that. I think there are two lobby groups in the council. There's one group that understands that people's, people's economic activity must be integrated with uh, urban renewal. And there's another group within the council that believes that street trading must end totally. So I, I think there's a tussle within the council as well. But at the end of the day, we have sufficient professional support to back a solid case for integrating ordinary people's economic activity from public space with urban renewal in an orderly way so that it doesn't impact on stakeholders and in, and in fact becomes an asset to the city. Because tourists like shopping, you know, in these little nooks and crannies and stores. So, so I think if we adopt a new developmental proactive approach, we could all get together and, and move forward on this. Well, no, we'll certainly we'll see where that, where that story goes in terms of the actual court action. But just, just lastly, in, in 30 seconds, Edmund, uh, g- give me a sense of, of um, the thoughts of, of the traders. What, in fact, are they saying? Is, is there one word that you can articulate that sums up exactly what they're feeling? I think desperation. I think that's really what it's about. People are very hungry. Uh, people are actually just living. I, I would say desperation and hope. Those are the two words desperation and hope and that's where you're going to leave it and let's see uh, where there's always there's desperation there's always a sense of hope let's see what happens out of that Edmund Ilias thanks for your time the spokesperson for the South African National Traders Association lots more to come including that uh, forum at 8 uh, and let's see whether there's uh, hope there including a possible logjam in terms of rolling out the country's infrastructure I'll be chatting about that from 8 to 9 so uh, get your thoughts together and I'd love it if you contribute so we'll open the lines then 7.30 time now for the news headlines with SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Malema back in court and a bomb attack kills more than 30 soldiers at an army base in Damascus. Good morning, I'm Vabakshini Chetty. Economic freedom fighters leader Julius Malema will lead the party from jail if he's convicted after the trial which is due to start this morning in the Polokwane High Court in Limpopo. The party's Limpopo Provincial Coordinator, Josie Butane, addressed hundreds of Malema supporters who attended a night vigil in Polokwane. Malema and four others are facing charges of fraud, money laundering and racketeering. The former ANC Youth League leader allegedly pocketed millions of rands from corrupt activities. Butane accused the ANC leadership of using state resources to destroy Malema. Arrest him like you want to arrest him because you are in charge of state resources. He will lead us from prison. We will go to him. He will give us the mandate from prison. He will give us the mandate from prison And unfortunately, we are going to implement it twice with energy and resilience. You can arrest his body, but you will never arrest his soul. We must be determined, like the people of Marikana, who said bullet or change. 
Staying with that story, the streets around the Polokwane High Court in Limpopo have been cordoned off before the start of the trial. A large crowd is expected to demonstrate outside the court. Witness Tiva has the latest. Traffic is expected to be brought to a halt as thousands of Malima supporters will be heading to court. They spent the whole night singing anti-president Jacob Zuma 